Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L. And I'm Hannah D. And we're your host. This podcast is a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast, you can reach our booking team by texting this number, 919-675-1058, or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash the Anon podcast, T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to fellowship with other guests and listeners. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with step work, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as an additional resource towards our collective growth as addicts in recovery. This podcast does not represent NA and is not affiliated with NA as a whole. We are simply addicts who are seeking the message of recovery by discussing NA literature together. Nothing more and for sure nothing less. We are grateful to be of service and to give back to our fellowship by helping facilitate this podcast. Now let's get started. Addict named Jacob S. just for today, April 22nd. This is our road to spiritual growth. When we arrived at our first NA meeting, it looked like the end of the road for many of us. We weren't going to be able to use anymore. We were spiritually bankrupt. Most of us were totally isolated and didn't think we had much to live for. Little did we realize that as we began our program of recovery, we were stepping onto a road of unlimited possibilities. At first, just not using was, a tough, was tough enough. Yet, as we watched other addicts working steps and applying those principles in their lives, we began to see that recovery was more than just not using. The lives of, of our NA friends had changed. They had a relationship with the God of their understanding. They were responsible members of the fellowship and of society. They had a reason to live. We began to believe that these things were possible for us too. As we continue our recovery journey, we can get sidetracked by complacency, intolerance, or dishonesty. When we do, we need to recognize the signs quickly and get back on our path, the open road to freedom and growth. Just for today, I'm continuing to develop my spiritual, social, and general living skills by applying the principles of my program. I can travel as far as I wish on the open road of recovery. In today's episode, we will discuss the Just for Today meditation with our guest, Carol T. Hi, Carol, and welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Hi. So, Carol, what is your clean date? Where do you attend meetings? And do you want to give your home group a shout out? Sure. Uh, my clean date, August 5th of 2017. I'm in the Pensacola, Florida area, and my home group third tradition. Awesome. Thank you. So Carol, can you share your thoughts on the Just For Today on traveling the open road? Uh, yes, I, I would love to. Actually, it's kind of ironic how higher power times things because um, I've been going through a lot of changes. Uh, reading today's Just For Today reminds me of, of where I began a lot of years ago uh, when I first stepped foot in the rooms of NA, um, where it talks about being spiritually bankrupt and being to totally isolated and not thinking we had much to live for. Uh, at one point I, I lived in the tent and um, I was pretty happy there because it was better than my previous living arrangement. And, um, you know, I, I didn't feel like I had anything to offer or, or really that I had options. And so when I came to the rooms of Narcotics Anonymous, I was I was told by others that they would love me until I could love myself and then they would love me for more. Um, I was also told that if I didn't have a higher power, I could borrow theirs. And I took that to heart. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, like people I looked at in the fellowship, they didn't look like addicts to me. They looked like they had their stuff together, um, you know, uh, professionals, um, good moms. They were happy. Um, they looked healthy. It was really weird to hear people laugh. And after going to a few meetings, uh, I remember what it felt like the first time I belly laughed and the muscles in my face. I, you know, I just felt different muscles work. Um, and that was kind of a God moment because I didn't realize uh, that I had not been laughing and that I had not been happy because at some point in my addiction, I forgot what happiness was. Um, so I tried to recover for a lot of years just through abstinence. I didn't really know what a sponsor was. Um, I did not participate in group activities. Uh, when I would go to meetings, I would sit in a corner and try to be invisible. And part of me really thought I was going to recover through osmosis. Uh, through everyone else in the room. And for a period of time, I guess that that worked, but it didn't work over a long period of time. Um, because even though I, I checked some boxes and I got some things back like my kids and my car, um, et cetera, I didn't know how to manage those things because I wasn't working on a spiritual program of recovery. Um, I also didn't have the network or a strong foundation that comes with having a sponsor attending meetings and working steps and sharing my own um, experience, um, struggles and joys with another individual. Um, so that was pretty hard to think about forever. Like, oh my gosh, I'm never gonna be able to use again. Because um, part of me thought that once I got the boxes checked and the stuff back that I could use successfully and manage it and that just isn't true. Um, not for me. So uh, I watched other addicts um, around me pursue their dreams. Um, you know, I've seen a lot come in and blow snot. I've seen some flip chairs and I've seen some like look insane because they were laughing so hard. Um, and one of them is me. Uh, my own daughter tells me sometimes I can look scary when I get really happy because um, I don't know, it's just an intense happiness. Um, clean, which is the beautiful part. Uh, what, I, what I mentioned earlier about um, getting some stuff back but not working an honest program, um, I also lost that stuff. Um, I lost my kids and I'd get them back and then I'd give them away because I would not stay clean um, until one day my history repeated itself and a similar incident that had initially brought me to the rooms happened again 14 years later. Uh, regarding my kids. And it was at that time that, um, you know, God kind of spoke to me in the, in the sound of bells and whistles, but I clearly heard all the cliches I'd heard before. Um, it was almost deafening. I heard, save your, save your ass and not your face. And I realized at that time I had a choice. And so I texted some other individuals what was going on and they gave me some suggestions and they were really uncomfortable suggestions and I really didn't want to do them. But I also knew the outcome if I stayed where I was at and kept doing the same thing. Um, my go-to over trauma was typically using. My go-to over a hurt feeling was typically using. My go-to over a, um, a good thing that was about to happen was typically using. Um, I had a lot of self-doubt and I self-sabotaged um, pretty much everything. I would quit good jobs before I even started because of the noise between my ears. Um, so 
Narcotics Anonymous has has not only helped me change those things, but given me a belief um, in a higher power and a belief in myself because my my body is like a home for HP, just like your bodies is a home for HP. I look at it like we're just kind of vessels of doing God's will. Um, as long as I keep self-will out of the equation, I should be okay. Um, <clears throat> as far as being responsible members of fellowship in the society, um, a, long, a large part of my life was spent living off the kindness of others, including employment. I mean, I worked in a strip club, and so I would get mad if I didn't uh, get X amount of dollars, but really I didn't earn X amount of dollars, you know, it was just a peach show. Um, and I kind of took that mindset into life with me. And a friend asked me, when are you going to stop living off the kindness of others? Um, and I didn't really register until, until I was in Archives Anonymous and um, was working some steps and my values changed. Um, I didn't like how I felt when I would go home after work. I didn't like what happened while I was at work. Um, in that environment. And I, I definitely didn't want it for my children. Um, so I also noticed and started asking myself, why, why do I do things that make me feel like crap the next day? Like, you know, whether it's a hangover from alcohol or it's, you know, getting physically ill from drugs or it's waking up to someone I can't stand in the morning or it's saying yes to sex if I don't want it. Um, or if it's spending time with a person um, when I should be doing something else, um, you know, that I that I committed to, like maybe it's a play date with my kids, or or a meeting, or a sponsee commitment. Um, like Narcotics Anonymous has, has helped me become uh, responsible and productive, and I am a, a contributing member of society. Like paying taxes is a big deal. I mean, it, it wasn't a big deal for a few years because I just didn't file and I was scared. Um, but utilizing the, the strength and the change that's come through writing out some steps and talking to a sponsor and other individuals in the program has taught me that, um, you know, my, my mountains are typically molehills and that it's okay to be afraid um, because I can do things afraid today. I don't just get scared and quit. I can be scared and still do it. And I guess that's, that's kind of a definition of courage. And I think every addict that comes into a room and says, hi, my name is so-and-so and I'm an addict. That's a great act of courage. And it's also a great moment of honesty and self-realization self and, and, and that turns into self-acceptance. At least it can and it has for me. Um, when it's, the bottom part of the just for a day where it talks about continuing our recovery journey. Um, so this last year, there's been a lot of changes. Um, my son, who's 19, we found out about two months ago, he's got some major heart issues and an underlying autoimmune we weren't aware of. Um, there's been job changes and career changes. Uh, there's been relationship changes. And I know that 2020 wasn't a great year for a lot of people. I mean, it wasn't really a bad year for me um, per se, but it seems like right before something really good is about to happen and a lot of what can be considered really bad things happen. And um, they're not, it's not that they're really bad, they're just challenging. And I have to, I have to challenge myself to learn a different way to deal with things. Um, so if it wasn't for, 
people answering the phone and if it wasn't for my willingness to dial those numbers, um, uh, my life would be totally different today than it is. Um, I'm able to problem solve and I'm able to be present for my kids. Um, I'm able to show emotion um, and to be sincere. And sometimes if it's a if it's a negative emotion, then I've learned how to make an amends immediately when I recognize it. Um, I've learned that uh, sorry is just a word um, if it's not accompanied by changed behavior. And um, some people call that a living amends as far as changed behavior because it's a daily, it's a daily change. And I'm really grateful that this is a just for today program. Um, because I don't think I would even take the first step if I looked at life for the rest of my life from this moment. I had to sit, look at this moment and look at what's in today and try to keep it simple. So thanks for having me here. I'm really grateful to share some experience, strengths, and hope, and I'm going to keep coming back. Thank you so much for sharing. So Carol, we have a question that we ask all of our guests on the podcast before they head out. And that is, if you could talk to Carol with one day or maybe one week clean, what would you say to her today? What would you want her to know as a newcomer? I would hug her and I would keep hugging her and I would tell her that I love her and I need her. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. We encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Until next time, we are your hosts, Hannah D. And Douglas L. Namaste and God bless. Mm -hmm.